0: Good morning and happy Monday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 5th of June. Here's everything that you need to know. In the top news, crude oil is in focus at the start of the week. Over the weekend, members of the OPEC Plus agreed to a deal that will see Saudi Arabia make an additional voluntary cut of 1 million barrels of oil a day for a month. Saudi Energy Minister Prince Abdulaziz bin Salman unveiled the reduction in a statement once again managing to pull off a surprise. The kingdom's move came at the cost of ceding ground to two key allies, Russia on one hand made no commitment to cut output deeper and the United Arab Emirates secured a higher production quota for 2024 at the cost of some African producers. Now oil prices have been under pressure amidst an uncertain global growth environment with weak data emerging from China. The update over the weekend though has pushed prices higher. Brent crude was above $77 to the barrel last I checked. Meanwhile, India's import of Russian oil has risen further. The country bought 1.96 million barrels of oil a day from russia in may which is 15 percent more than the previous high in april according to data from energy cargo tracker vortexa russia accounted for nearly 42 percent of all crude oil india imported in May. Now, if you're living in South India, you'll know that the monsoons have not yet reached our shores, and in fact, they're delayed, based on the earlier prediction of the Met Department. The latest expectation is that the southwest monsoon will reach Kerala in another three or four days. Despite the late onset, we're expected to have a normal monsoon this year, but the timing will have a bearing on sowing across large parts of the country. Now, the Tata Group has signed an agreement with the Gujarat state government to set up a giga factory for manufacturing lithium-ion cells with an estimated initial investment of around 13,000 crore rupees. That's a Bloomberg report. Tata Agarata's Energy Storage Solutions, which is a subsidiary of the Tata Group, signed a memorandum of understanding on Friday to establish an electric vehicle battery plant that will have a production capacity of 20 gigawatt hours and generating direct and indirect employment for more than 13,000 people, according to a state government document posted on its website. Now, the government is planning to file draft papers for an initial public offering of state-owned Indian Renewable Energy Development Agency by September. The PTI reported, quoting the disinvestment secretary, that merchant bankers have been appointed and a DRHP could be filed within three to four months. All right, now let's turn to the markets. US markets had a strong close at the end of last week, with the debt deal having gone through, and futures are indicating a positive start to the new week, though gains could be narrow. In the Asia-Pacific region, it's a strong start for the three early risers, with all three starting strongly positive. I think this week will be dominated by factors that play in the economy though. On the one hand, you have crude oil prices that have inched higher, take that with a pinch of salt because India's purchases of Russian oil have increased and we pay lower than market value or market price for that. The onset of the monsoon will have a bearing on sentiment as well and if there's a further delay that will be seen as a negative. But most importantly, you'll have the review of the monetary policy by the MPC later in the week. The outcome will be out on Thursday. Most believe that it will be a pause this time around too, with inflation having cooled off substantially in recent readings. What will be interesting to watch for me is whether there'll be an upgrade on the growth forecast for the current financial year. Remember, The growth for the last quarter was significantly higher than expected. Now, last week, you saw the benchmark index move very little. In fact, it ended above 18,500, but most of the action was seen in the broader markets. One key element in the recent past has been buying by foreign institutions. And if that continues, you could see some support for the benchmark. On the sectoral front, take a look at the IT sector. The Nasdaq is up 24% in the calendar year so far and it has outperformed Indian IT by a wide margin in fact the outperformance is higher than the historical average now there's an interesting brokerage note from dart on cement they believe that demand is likely to remain healthy and gain traction in the coming months and in fact there's also a price hike expected based on channel checks apart from the central region by 5 to 40 rupees per bag this month now among stock specific information that we've been tracking this morning the record date for wipro's buyback of shares has been set at uh, on the 16th of June, Zydus Life Sciences also in the news, a US FDA inspection of the company's animal health drug manufacturing facility in Ahmedabad was closed with no observations. Minda Corporation is planning to raise 600 crore rupees through an issue of shares and that could either be public or private. Um, HEG and graphite are also in the news and that's because India has allowed import of needle petco for graphite anodes. As things stand right now though the SGX Nifty is indicating a positive start to trade here in India with a gains of about half a percent last I checked. You can catch all of that action once markets open right here on bqprime.com. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the All You Need to Know podcast. Thanks for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.